The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, thank you very much. Welcome in. Beautiful day out today. A little chilly, but uh, sunny, gorgeous out there. So enjoy yourself. Andrea Lowry is with us. We're going to be talking about the Rutherford Arts Alliance. Andrea, good morning to you. Good morning and Merry Christmas, Bart. Merry Christmas to you. It's great to have you with us today. And uh, the Rutherford Arts Alliance is really doing extremely well. A lot of people are very actively involved in it. Give us sort of a description for people who are new to the area who may not know what the Arts Alliance is. The Rutherford Arts Alliance is a nonprofit organization, 501c3, and uh, our mission is to connect the creatives in our county and work to uh, market Rutherford County and its over 1,500 cultural assets to our neighboring counties and to the tourist community. Now, this arts community that we have in this uh, Rutherford County has been a very thriving, active group for decades. Uh, people just uh, who live here didn't know about them for some reason. Uh, but the people in other places, distant places, uh, some places uh, around the world, uh, look to our Rutherford County artists uh, for a lot of their creative works. And I think, Bart, through our partnerships, uh, and I'll particularly talk about one of those partnerships this morning, but, partic- but I think that by working together with our institutions, and um, we can market our county more together and, and do some joint things, because we've always had, as you say, some successful individual art ideas that people come to the county for but wouldn't it be nice if um, we were really known as a destination and particularly after um, COVID or while we're in COVID maybe I should say the uh, idea of families getting to travel uh, in their own car or in their own RV is uh, and they're looking for destinations of experiences And that's really, we're trying to connect those experiences. Now, what kind of destinations are you trying to create here? Are we looking at large museums? Are we looking at theaters? What are we looking at? Well, we're really not in the business of building. We're in the business of connecting. And I'll mention to you um, our major project for 2022 is a good example of this and this is the um, leading ladies of rutherford county history women who inspire us this is a community partnership and that's a real important ingredient of what we're trying to do a community partnership created to give voice to women from our past who helped shape our history and culture 
in this county. Um, the women, uh, our, our famous women artists, like uh, Will Betty Newman or uh, a poet like um, Willie Allen Drumgoogle, those are names that you may know some of their products, but they're just not known by our local people. So uh, by selecting our historic groups, selected a group of about two dozen women that were just representational of our county. The agriculture background, the culinary culture backgrounds, other areas of the arts, and um, have spent about two years uh, developing the project. And I'm pleased to announce today that the weekend of April the 8th, through the 10th of 2022, we will present our play, Party of Twelve, that has been a community-involved original play written with um, 11 of these women that were selected. And we're really excited about it. Mary Donay Johnson, a playwright out of Nashville, um, who works in community uh, art projects like this uh, is the person and from the director down the tech people the the uh, the actors will all be local people and they will tell the story of those uh, persons the lady, leading ladies of Rutherford County they will have their stories yes and that website is leading ladies Rutherford leadingladiesrutherford.com. Okay. Now, where will this be presented? This is going to be presented uh, at the Washington Theater, which is a um, very um, well-equipped 300-seat theater that is located in Patterson Park. Okay. Uh, when will the tickets go on sale? The tickets will go on sale February the 1st. Uh, they're being handled by the chair of the project, uh, Patience Long, who's the director of Center for the Arts. Uh, we have partners, very strong partners that are a part of this project. Uh, the City Parks and Rec area, MTSU, several areas, their College of Liberal Arts, their Communications, their Center for uh, Historic Preservation, and their Gore Center. Um, All of these groups combined with the Convention and Visitors Bureau of our Chamber of Commerce um, and and that Director of Culture and Historic uh, Tourism, Susan Gully, is the chair of the Rutherford Arts Alliance. For people driving along uh, Vine Street in front of the City Hall, there is a mural of the leading ladies of Rutherford County you need to look at. Uh, It's fascinating. Now, we're starting to see murals uh, coming up in different places in the community. Uh, That's really a popular item. Yes, and we're very pleased. We did the uh, first public-involved mural, uh, also on Vine Street, on the side of the uh, Vine Street Market Building. Uh, And uh, it is a Norris Hall-designed cityscape of our downtown area. Uh, Then we were approaching businesses in the downtown area 
to help support that if we would bring in the artist to help with it. And so the second one we did, um, because of the fact that we knew we were going to have to delay the play, um, Jenny Togra and several of our Rutherford Arts Alliance visual artists took the theme, uh, this study we had been doing for two years uh, with the help of our local historical groups, um, the leading ladies, and you will see it, it, it has um, images of women on the back with some of the characteristics that are their strengths. Then you have to go to the RutherfordArtsAlliance.org website um, if you can't figure out by the symbol on it who some of those women are. For example, Mary Ellen Vaughn uh, has a street in Murfreesboro named after her. She was an early public health nurse in Rutherford County and quite influential in the African-American um, community. And I, I'm sorry I didn't mention them as a great partnership. Uh, Mary Watkins, who is the president of the African-American Historical Society, uh, has been a member of our committee now that's been functioning for about two years. And this is really the whole county. It's not just Murfreesboro. It's everybody. Yes, and it's not, just the, it's not just the most well-known women. Like we had uh, a president's wife, Sarah Childress Polk, was born here, a home of her brother still stands. And that's what we're trying to do, too, is connect the women with the various places in our community or non-places. For example, we go from that president's wife because we wanted a very diverse representational group. So we have different, we have people from Smyrna and other parts of the county, but we also um, have an enslaved woman who all we know is her first name, Mariah. We've not been able to contact any of her family, but she represents a strong group of women that held their families together in, in times that most of us can't even imagine. We have her signature on a census form. So this has really been a historic heritage and culture study. That must be a challenge to try to find the background of some of these people, especially persons like that, where you don't have any connections or records. Do you think somebody in the community realizes they have a tie to Mariah? Well, we hope so. And we're seeing things not necessarily just as a research, as a result of this study, but we are seeing things happen in our community, such as uh, uh, James Manny and the Oakland group are working very hard on a section of uh, Evergreen Cemetery that um, was probably where many enslaved people were buried. And also recently, um, there's been a um, historical marker placed on the Benevolent Cemetery in Murfreesboro. So. so the group is working to clean up the community and, and preserve a lot of the history. Well, and there, there are groups within us, too, that that's the connection factor. Uh, the Rutherford Arts Alliance 
tries to <clears throat> connect the right people together for these things to happen. Now, as time goes on, what are some of the things that you hope will be accomplished? Well, we would like for our own citizens to recognize that we have more cultural assets, actually, than Williamson County does. But, uh, you know, somehow they've marketed their community in a more broad a space than we have. And I think with our growth that we have, it's important for us to look back in our history and see what parts of our county got us where we are today and um, what were those connections between those women who really didn't, you know, the, maybe they had to write under a um, man's name like Mary Noah Murphy who was a prolific writer uh, from our county and of the family for which Murfreesboro was named, but for the longest had to write under a man's name, uh, where's the, that's where the Craddock Study Club came from. Um, and it's, it's just sad to think about they were so um, unheard. And so your group, your idea is to make these people better known, let their history be shared with the people. And it's something that we can all uh, work to, to bring to life to everyone. Right. And their characteristics, the mural that you referred to, which is on the back of the Maple Street walk-in clinic right across from City Plaza, um, labels some of the profiles with characteristics that um, these women had and that are important characteristics for men and women to have in today's world. Now, you mentioned how Franklin doesn't have as many uh, historical connections as we do with the arts, but they've done a, a great job of promoting themselves. Uh, you look at Asheville, North Carolina, mm -hmm. which I think population-wise may be smaller than Murfreesboro. That's right. Uh, now has uh, all sorts of art forms throughout the city that tell the history of that community. Are you wanting to do that? Well, we're certainly wanting to emphasize our arts, and that's the broad paintbrush of the arts. That's culinary arts and um, master gardeners and that type of thing, which we have a rich history in. And the other factor... Uh, to refer to your cultural arts question there, is the fact that MTSU alone, many different departments there are actually arts, culture, or heritage, and um, working closer with them and our local institutions brings their cultural arts out into our lifelong learners in the community rather than being siloed so that they're only dealing with their own own higher ed community. And we're seeing a lot of um, collaboration coming out of that. And that's really what this is all about. I think the Tennessee Arts Commission had done some studies on the impact of art 
for a community. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure that's exactly what you're wanting to, to bring into our community. Share with us something from that uh, perspective. I will be glad to, and I even have an exciting announcement there uh, regarding that. Uh, Bart is referring to a study that we as a county did, had the opportunity to do, uh, back in 2017, which was which is a regular study done by the Americans for the Arts. And um, this was the first time that Tennessee had participated in this study. And the Tennessee Arts Commission wanted communities outside the metropolitan areas to be included in this because they recognize that we in Tennessee have arts in all 95 of our counties, not just our big T-Packs in Nashville or whatever. And so um, the excitement about it was that it it was a year-long study with our art-related organizations. And uh, when we, the next year, when the press release was done or the, results were given at a reception at the chamber, uh, we had found that $31.2 million are generated in this county back in 2017 through arts and art organizations. So all of a sudden, those of us in the business community kind of perk up and say, "Mm, well, let's see, that is an economic driver also. Um, so let's see what we can do to enhance that economic driver. And the excitement is the um, Americans for the Arts were scheduled to do that study again last year with the results coming out this year. But, of course, COVID came, and it, it as many things, has been rolled forward. But we have been selected as one of the counties to... Uh, participate in that $9,000 study with a grant from the Tennessee Arts Commission. This is exciting to hear this because uh, I think Rutherford County has sort of been looked, people have looked the other way. Uh, and we haven't been recognized for all that we do. And, and I don't think it's anything to do with Rutherford County. I think the smaller counties they get uh, a, a lot of funding uh, from state and federal sources because they are small counties and, mm-hmm. and unable to, to have these uh, facilities that are needed to support the arts. Whereas Nashville gets a, a lot of focus because of its tourism draw. And anybody close to those big cities might get left out because it's going to go to Nashville. Thus, Rutherford County sometimes hasn't become as much of a part of the spotlight as we should have, but uh, obviously looks like we're being noticed now. Well, and let's think about this. If uh, once conventions and tourism comes back to its, and it's almost back there already with Nashville, but if we worked with Nashville, many of those families coming to conventions would like to do something while the whichever parent is going to the convention, the other parent and children head out into the community. If we work with our 
neighboring areas, then we could combine. And if they're having a big, we could send information in and let them buy tickets when they sign up for the convention or the hotel. If they ask, well, we'd like to go out into one of the outlying areas and see what it's like, a day in Murfreesboro could be combined, and we could work with groups so that we take them to some of our place, some of our regular tourist places, but then we have special exhibits or a special class for them. So there's a way for us to really benefit so it's just a matter of putting it together and then making it happen. Well, and making making people talk with each other, not just stay in their own area. Uh, that's, that's what the real gold here is. We're talking today about the Rutherford Arts Alliance. Andrea Lowry is our guest this morning. We're going to pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather, and we'll be right back. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask or if you want to share a thought, give us a call, 615-893-1450. At that same number, if you choose to send a text message instead of wanting to talk, we'll take that too, 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. Schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com. Hi, this is Dan at Music World in Drummer's Den. We have new things going on here for Christmas. We have a lot of people picking up beginner guitars. We have several options, uh, Yamaha, Alvarez, Takamini, Vintage, and beginner packs that have uh, guitars, straps, picks, everything you need. We have lessons for anything with strings or keys and drums. We have excellent teachers and their hours are up to you. The Music World in Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church right across the street from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us, and that's our freedom and the right to live in this country, and we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. Now, I flew 19 missions. I was on our 20th mission, but I didn't finish the 20th one. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. On the 28th of November, 
We went to Duisburg, Germany. We went to Kassel, Germany on the 29th, but we didn't go on the 30th. Then on the 31st, we went to Berlin. Now, this was the first time we had fighters escort us. They didn't have a fighter that could carry enough guns to go all the way to Berlin, but we didn't get there. We were diverted to uh, Dalton, spent the night there. Then the next day, we came back from Dalton. Then the next mission we flew on a Sunday to uh, Munich. Then we flew to Leipzig, Germany. We went to Nuremberg. It was a hard one. Nuremberg was a very difficult one. We really got shot up in Nuremberg. One plane came in. I mean, he was on our left wing. We were not to the initial point. That's where you start your bomb run. And uh, fighters come in just before you get to that. Quite often, planes, you know, would hit. And I tell you the truth, I was more afraid of that than I was machine guns or flak. Dr. Charles Edwin Howard, a World War II veteran. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Get your good neighbor events to us in writing two weeks before they occur. We'll put them on the radio and the internet. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. We're talking about the Rutherford Arts Alliance. Andrea Lowry is with us this morning to bring us up to speed. And if somebody listening and they're thinking, I would like to become a part of that organization, what do they need to do? Thank you, Bart. Good question. If they would go to the website, which is rutherfordarts.org, uh, and it there's a place to say get involved, and you can join online. It's a very reasonable uh, $25 a year with discounts for seniors and for uh, students. We really encourage young people to be members of this also. And um, so going online and uh, uh, registering there. Very good. Uh, so just check it out, Rutherford Arts Alliance. Let's talk a little more about the Party of Twelve, the play that opens at the Washington Theater over at the Patterson Community Center April 8th through the 10th. Tell us a little more about that, and uh, are, are there any parts available, or has all of that been, uh, you know, decided upon? Well, that's why I want to talk to you a little more about it, Bart, because, no, all the tech people and the art actors will be um, uh, interviewed the end of January and go into uh, uh, practice for the play by Mary Donay Johnson. You know, and it really, when I heard them talking about, you know, we're going to do a play about women from our history, I'll just tell you, it sounded a little boring to me. And uh, I've gotten so excited about the way they have created this. So I want to tell you just a little bit of the synopsis of the play. Um, it's uh, in the middle of another long night of study, Olivia 
an MTSU graduate student in public history, is alone in her studio apartment in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, eating a bowl of those lukewarm noodles and typing on her life laptop. She feels the pressure of having to write before dawn the best speech of her life. <sighs> and it's not going well. She tries some yoga. She talks to a friend, but nothing seems to work much at all. And she really misses the wise counsel of her mother, who has recently passed away. And then the magic began, because the these women from our Rutherford County history began visiting Olivia. And um, it's, it's a magical combination. Oh, that sounds interesting, fascinating. Now, the tryouts again begin when? Um, January the 29th, and those will be um, featured on the uh, leadingladiesrutherford.com and um, the social media of uh, the Arts Alliance, of course, calling for, for uh, auditions there. And uh, also, we are, at this time, accepting sponsorships for the project, which has some um, ideas for using this as more of a tourism draw by maybe a smartphone app uh, where you can go on a walking or driving tour in the county and see where some of these women lived or some of the areas they affected, like Oak Oakland's Mansion. It was a group of women that got together when that was t about to fall down to give us that historic house museum. And um, all the sponsors will be invited to a VIP reception before the Friday night performance. The other performances will be, of course, a better price point because we want all parts of the community to be able to do this and we're working with the school system also on that. At the reception, we will have items on display from families or institutions these women work with that are not normally on public display. For example, I've talked to Bart about one of the families that came to us through the Share Your Story area is the Elrod family who 75 years ago built the tower and formed WGNS. And um, so we've got many artifacts from different families, or um, the foods will be period foods of the time. It'll be light, light foods at the reception before the play that night. So a sponsorship would give two tickets to the um, VIP reception to be able to tour and see uh, these special things like a collection of uh, uh, Willie Betty Newman's art that's really pretty limited on with one piece that has just recently been found so these are special exhibits from personal collections uh, that will be um, seen now when is that vip reception okay that's at 5 30 to 7 at um at our home on the square in Murfreesboro, 126 South Maple, and then from 7.30 to 9 
uh, the play is being performed uh, on uh, at Washington Theater. And what day is that again? That is Friday, April the 8th. Okay. April the first 8th. night of the play. All righty. Right, so the first night is a VIP only? The reception, reception will be okay. just for the uh, uh, sponsors. Okay. So that will be a, a really big event. And if you want to be a part of that uh, event, you need to... What do you need to do? How do you get these tickets? Okay. Uh, and they will be um, assigned uh, before it goes on sale to the general public in February. So there will be quite a few announcements coming out the first of the year uh, on how to purchase those on our website. Okay. Just didn't want anybody to be left out if Thank you. you want to be uh, a part of that. And that will be a, a, a very important thing, uh, promoting the history of our community. And this is really what the Rutherford Arts Alliance is all about, bringing people together to promote the history and promote the great things, and there are a lot of them, about Rutherford County. After this, uh, what will be your follow-up? I mean, you have a great beginning here. <laughs> well, this lends itself to several things, as I mentioned, that um, could be utilized by our um, Convention and Visitors Bureau. Um, we've looked at um, a historic trail related to this, so there's several things there. But we're not just about the performing arts or just about history. You know, we're about all of the arts and of course the next big project we'll have will be this study um, that will be done arts and prosperity study where we will um, survey events that happen in our community and with the help of this national organization who has done this for 30 years and the help of the Tennessee Arts Commission um, we hope to have a better feel for what the true economic driver dollars and cents are um, for this. And that's talking about bringing in revenue to the municipalities also. Now, we don't know when that study will be made at this point. We, we? we have signed the contract to do it, and it was to... Um, start in October of 22. However, um, the we do not have the actual materials yet because they are delaying it until we until spring to um, get the planning stages of it done again just because of our uh, dealing with variants right now. And that seems to be a very uh, fluctuating thing that it yes we all have us. learned to live in a fluid <laughs> environment that's right do you think that uh, this will lead there was conversation at one point and at one of your meetings i think where there was uh some plans shown to have a theater a large theater 1500 or so capacity and maybe have two of them uh has 
Is that still active? That is still active, and there's a specific group working on that. Really, the next step there is to do a market study to make sure that that's going to work. And uh, we've had some of our uh, state representatives, um, such as um, Senator Shane Reeves, that have shown a real interest because uh, Tennessee is expecting to get some arts resilience money additional money coming in and um that is that's certainly a a, a consideration uh that will not be in place of anything we have now because what we have now we certainly want to keep this would be a different type venue that could serve maybe as a lab school for mtsu uh, as well as a gallery visitor center um situation for the entire county this would probably have to be a new building wouldn't it i mean you go to some places like uh like clarksville similar size city college town but they have some old buildings uh, an old federal building that was converted to that yes we don't have anything like that to convert Mm -hmm. so we'd have to build from the ground up it looks like yes it's it's a very um it's a huge project. Yeah, uh, millions and millions of dollars. Uh, is there are, are there federal funds available to do projects like that at this point? We understand that there are. Um, and again, uh, I'll have to say that Bart Gordon uh, has been a part of this Leading Lady project and is uh, keeping his ear to the ground in Washington in terms of looking for some uh, federal money also. Um, so but, he is you know, those, flu- those plans are still just being worked out. I mean, this is a, this is a big project, and um, it would be great, but that's, there have been a, that's a big collaboration, and there's still some things working on that. We have some pluses, I think, going for us here, other than just having a variety of art. We have uh, two major interstate systems connecting here, the I-840, which connects two of three interstates, I guess. Yes, three. (laughs) Along with the main route of Interstate 24. Uh, And those uh, would all bring more people. And I guess when the government looks at, at where should you locate something like this, the easier access, the the more high up on the on the totem pole, so to speak, you go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, have you been hearing anything at all about that? About how it looks like we're getting maybe close, or we're getting recognition, or well, thinking? I definitely think that we are getting recognition, um, both from Franklin, from the Tennessee State Museum. Um, again from the Tennessee Arts Commission when they work it so that we can be we can do this study without having to raise additional funds um, of course you know volunteer hours or money too but um, so I think I think the recognition of us moving forward as a more um, culturally diverse but cooperative a county um, and functioning as a county because uh, 
you know, Rockvale has a whole community plus a um, a gathering place, a board in uh, dealing with songwriters. And uh, I think sometimes we look over that. So we really have a lot of diversity. Some exciting times ahead and uh, very much a part of those exciting times, the Rutherford Arts Alliance. We're going to pause for our final time and we'll be back. So if you have a thought you'd like to share, give us a call. 615-893-1450. Andrea Lowry is with us this morning. Some major projects and a lot of excitement with the Rutherford Arts Alliance. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family-owned and operated since 1989. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume on 24, but it's moving up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic coming in from Coffee County with lots of radar scattered up and down I-24, especially as you get closer to Mont Eagle Mountain. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Mostly sunny skies here for this afternoon with a high in the mid-40s. North winds are on 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 23. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 32. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. Welcome back. Andrea Lowry is our guest this morning. We're talking about the Rutherford Arts Alliance. A lot happening in Rutherford County, and the Arts Alliance is making it even more exciting. Don't forget the leading ladies of Rutherford County that uh, play April the 8th through the 10th. And if you want to be a part of the VIP reception uh, and all of the aspects of that, you need to be listening. Those tickets are not yet available, but they will be available very soon, uh, so you don't want to miss out on that. Uh, and But you, if you got active in the Rutherford Arts Alliance, you would not miss out on anything. <laughs> well, that's true, and it's a very broad group. Uh, there's a Facebook page, Instagram, um, So, but the, the main reference would be the RutherfordArtsAlliance.org. And uh, starting actually the very first uh, of January, we will be um, showing 
on our website and social media and many other areas. City TV will have that on also, where we have interviewed family or friends of these two dozen women. And um, the first will be an interview. Uh, I mentioned Bart Gordon uh, about his grand- grandmother, Amanda Gordon. Um, and so each week until the time of the play, there will be videos available that um, tell a little bit of the story of that one woman or the memories that the person living now knows about them. And uh, combined with those social media releases will be how you can do the sponsorship and then and that can be done now um, and reserve those are all reserved seats in the Washington Theater and then February 1st there will be a place for the mat- there will be matinees um, of the play and, and uh, that's when you can buy tickets for just that individual time frame very good so be sure and uh, get those tickets don't miss out on that but as we had said earlier uh, a good thing to do is get involved in the rutherford arts alliance and you'll know everything that's going on uh is there a a fee to be a member or what do people need to be doing the membership as i mentioned earlier is 25 dollars a year or um there's a discount for seniors and for students. We definitely want our young people because we have our high school programs in Rutherford County related to the arts. And I'm talking about music programs, dance, uh, visual arts, culinary arts. I mean, the amount of that we have in our county is, is an envy of a lot of counties. We are very fortunate here. Uh, Thanks to Middle Tennessee State University, thanks to the Rutherford Arts Alliance and all of the other groups, uh, this this community is is really on top of this. So it's a a lot of exciting things. And if you have a specific idea that you feel we should incorporate into this, you're the one that should be a part of the Arts Alliance to share those ideas. Very good. And also the Limeball Library System, or more correctly, the Rutherford County Library System, um, and our historical archives um, have been huge partners in all of this. Very definitely. And that uh, expansion over to the county archives has just, it's another step up for Rutherford County. We keep, keep getting better. <laughs> it's exciting to see that. Again, uh, what is the connection on the Internet? What is your Internet address for Rutherford Arts Alliance? Rutherford Arts, plural, arts plural, alliance.org, or the leadingladiesrutherford.com. Okay, and that will let you learn more about the Rutherford Arts Alliance and that big play that comes up April the 8th through the 10th. And that's at the Washington Theater over at the Patterson Community Center. Andrea Lowry, our special guest this morning. Andrea, thank you for joining us, and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Bart.
Stay with us. Truman's next right after the news on your good neighbor station, WGNS Murfreesboro. 